Hello and welcome to another edition. It's Coach Mark in Manila here from initial-impact.com and of course eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. I hope you're safe and well wherever you're listening to this podcast today. So today I'd like to have a chat with you about how do you ask for help and do you ask for help? And if you don't, why? Why do we sometimes find it difficult to ask for help? Um, We often find in coaching that people come into the coaching experience and it is a big step because they have to say, I need somebody else to assist me here. Um, Perhaps there's something they're struggling with and they are not sure how to unpick it themselves. Does that sound like you? Perhaps there's a reason why you found this podcast today. Maybe you're struggling with your career. Um, Maybe you're getting rejected after job interviews. Perhaps you feel that there's something you're not doing right in those interviews. Perhaps you're trying to improve your whole life and increase your wealth, enhance that, or your health. Things are just not going so well. And um, it can be challenging, right? It can be very disturbing when we feel that we should have the answers, but everything we're trying isn't working so let's talk about actually what is help and when is it okay to ask for help I mean how do we ask for help in a way that still empowers us because that's the whole thing Um, sometimes many times um, clients will come to me in a coaching experience and they would have had a bad experience um, of asking for help perhaps they said they needed help but then the other person took over and um, it really threatened their whole way of living you know like somebody can be very overpowering and if you are the sort of person who struggles with boundaries or to say what you need and how you need it um, then this can really cause bigger problems than asking for help in the first place so it then reinforces a feeling of every time I ask for help bad things happen so we stop asking for help so this is important um, for us to understand ways of asking for help and why asking for help is still a good strategy regardless of what's happened in the past and how to get that in a healthy way so of course asking for help makes most of us feel uncomfortable and we often go to great lengths to avoid doing it right uh, for example only the other day a business partner of mine we were outside and they were asking a specific question about something that they'd seen and they, they'd asked this numerous times to me and I said hey you know why don't you just go and ask somebody locally here about that and um, it was a sign and um, that was advertising something and they were curious to know where this place was going to be established this sign was promoting um, you know a launch of a, a new uh, organization and I said hey you know why don't you just ask somebody locally now and and they can tell you but their point of view was no 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 I need to work this out for myself you know and it's frustrating me but it was kind of funny in a interesting way because it's like the simplest way to get that done would just be ask somebody and there would be your answer but from their point of view um, it was more the case of the challenge to themselves to try and work it out like a puzzle and sometimes we can be our own worst enemy because perhaps we want to feel as though we are capable um, and you know we try to do that we try to work things out but often we don't have all the answers so somebody else holds a piece of that information that can save us weeks months years centuries of our lifetime um, trying to work out things that a two second conversation or okay maybe a bit more than two seconds but you know what I'm saying would reveal that missing piece that then can set us on the path to what we're trying to achieve so yeah it does make us feel uncomfortable and sometimes we fear rejection Um, often thinking that maybe people think less of us that we're not capable if we ask for help 
Um, some clients come into coaching and believe that people don't really want to help. Um, but at the end of the day, truth is really that we do need help and support of other people to succeed. Um, for example, you know, in the coaching experience for English coaching, um, many times people come to me for IELTS, um, OET, the occupational English tests, if you're a medic or doctor, and of course if you are struggling with any of these, then do get your free 30-minute chat with me. I can help you to listen to where you're getting stuck with your English as a second language um, and suggest ways that you might want to help yourself, or indeed I could help you if you wanted to do that, and that's available at initial-impact.com. Um, but yeah, you know, it can really be a challenge. But when we do get that help, okay, um, then great things can happen. And equally, leaders need to ask for help. So even if you're in a position of power, um, even leaders have to ask for help. To reach your fullest potential, okay, and requires you to understand how to engage and request reinforcements when, when you need them, right? And when you need them is usually every day. We all need some sort of help probably each day, but how much of that we are willing to reach out for and get is another matter. And there's a great book if you want to read more on this called Reinforcements. Um, it's by a writer called Heidi Grant. Um, and she says that um, our reluctance to ask for help means we often don't get the support or the resources that we need. Um, making matters even worse, she goes on to say, our intuitions about what should make others more likely to help are often dead wrong. <laughs> um, our fumbling, apologetic ways of asking for assistance generally make people feel far less likely to want to help. We hate imposing on people and then inadvertently we make them feel imposed upon. So it's very much about how you ask for help. If you're just clear and direct, then people are more likely to um, help you. But if you beat around the bush, and that's a great idiom, it means if you sort of fumble and not sure how to word it, and you're like, oh, well, would you mind? And I, I have a question to ask you, I'm not sure. It's like, then it can feel like an annoyance to the other person. And then it is more likely that they're feeling frustrated with us. So let's just be clear, if you need to ask for help, say to somebody, hey, you know, got a bit of a problem here. I'd appreciate 10 minutes of your time. Can we just have a chat about this? This is the problem. This is what I'd like some assistance to look at. Can you do that for me? And the other person's probably more than likely going to say, yeah, sure, no problem. 10 minutes, not, not a problem, right? Um, we also underestimate our chances of getting help, okay? Especially from those people that have said no in the past, okay? Um, you know, we all don't like saying no. Right? Um, and when we think about it, sometimes we forget that when it's our turn to ask for help, okay, that it's okay to do so, right? Um, and we don't think less of people when they ask us for help, but for some reason, when we come to looking to asking for help, we start to judge ourselves. And that goes back to the podcast I, I did yesterday about are you a learner or a judger? So have a look at that one, because that really may help you with stopping those thoughts and looking at it in a more creative way about asking for help and what are you learning from the experience of asking for help? Don't judge yourself. You're not weak. You're not pathetic. You're not useless. All these negative judgmental thoughts you're trying to improve yourself. You're trying to work out how to do something better. You're developing yourself. It's okay to ask for help. And when we reframe the wording, the, the NLP, the neuro-linguistic programming side of how we look at ourselves, 
we change our whole relationship with ourselves and therefore with other people and that to me is then interacting with the quantum attraction a theory of life that when we put out that feel-good vibe that it's okay to ask for help it's all right okay and I'm actually improving myself then we release any guilt or shame that we may have attached in the past or in fact other people have attached to us probably as children to say that asking for help is not a good idea or you're an annoyance or you're a hindrance or whatever and we completely change our relationship then with the world and great things happen so okay and um, now when when we look at asking for help okay research shows um, that people actually um, like us more believe this or not like us more when they've been able to help us can you believe that but it makes them feel good it makes them feel good okay um, of course unless you're compelling them to help that's slightly different so asking someone can you do me a favor increases the likelihood that they'll say yes because usually they you know they don't feel so trapped it's like right well can you do me a favor yeah I can do you a favor no problem okay um, there are subtle cues that motivate people to work for us so you know don't overdo it um, you know the the writer um, Heidi Grant in this says really don't overdo it okay on the empathy you don't need to apologize uh, profusely okay um, just ask them directly as I said earlier you know um, using disclaimers such as I normally wouldn't I normally wouldn't ask this or you know whatever um, and or emphasizing how much the other person will love helping you know like this will be fun <laughs> or re reminding people that they owe you one that's another tactic all right these are all kind of not good ways to ask for help all right okay so don't don't do things like that because it can really make people feel like oh gosh something bad's coming like oh i normally wouldn't ask you to do this but right and when we use but after something it completely on a, a neurolinguistic programming level now just on language here completely changes the other person's um, interpretation of what you've just said. So for example, if I said to you, oh, you know, I love that t-shirt, but immediately what's happening in your head? What have you thought I'm gonna say next? Yeah, most people would have responded then said you were actually thinking, what's the problem, right? But what, what, it doesn't look good. I shouldn't wear it, it's the wrong color. Right, okay, so you've completely forgotten the first bit, which was the compliment. I love that t-shirt, but Okay, so this is what happens if we use bus after anything like a positive statement Okay, people will forget the first part. So don't do that. So now I know this is weird and linguistically But I highly recommend all my I train all of my coach all of my my clients on this one the better way to do this is to say I love that t-shirt and Okay, so when we add and, we completely, in the subconscious level, keep the first part of the sentence alive in our mind. Oh, I love that t-shirt, and there's something else Mark's going to say, right? Okay, now even if it was a bad thing, like, okay, I might say, look, I love that t-shirt, but, okay, it's a formal event, you can't wear a t-shirt. Alright, so I'm going to say to you, look, it's a great t-shirt, but it's really not suitable to wear to this party, for example. It's a formal party, right? Okay. Then I might say something like this. I might say, ah, oh, I love that, that t-shirt, and tonight it's a formal occasion, so it's best that we choose something slightly more formal than that t-shirt you're wearing right now. 
okay? So it's just about wording it slightly differently. So I've still kept the compliment in place and I've just updated you with what I really would like or suggest for you to do for this formal event, okay? So let's go back to this. So instead of trying these kind of very, oh gosh, you know, hard ones, like pleading for help or apologizing and whinging and I'm really sorry and I don't want to impose and all. No, don't do that. So these are different tactics you can use. There's three ways. So in-group reinforcement, shall we call it, okay. Um, so those members of our group are the most likely to help us. So create a sense of in-group amongst people. Using words like together, okay. So together we can do this, create or highlight a shared goal. Um, identify a common enemy, okay? This is what you'll see a lot in advertisements where they say, you know, and they try and bring everybody together and then how you can beat them together. Um, share common emotions, experiences, and feelings. That helps reinforce that feeling, okay? More likely to get some sort of like commitment or support behind it, okay? Um, also, the second one is positive identity reinforcement, okay? These are all in the book. If you want to get a copy of that book, you can get a copy on my bookstore down below. Um, and 10% of the profits actually go to support independent bookshops. The other 10% that I receive um, actually assists me to continue providing these free podcasts for you and also to establish our foundation for helping street children here and their families to get off the streets, um, to give them some education, to feed them and help support them to become mini entrepreneurs. And uh, we literally want to upskill them with business skills, English skills, um, get these children up and running. Um, many of the children here don't get the opportunity to go to school simply because they have to be on the street supporting their families um, to support and supplement the family income. And um, this means the children are missing out on education. So, you know, we've all had, if we're from the West, had the benefit of free education usually. Um, we take that for granted, we really do. Um, and if you now have yourself a good job or you can afford to do so, and perhaps you're wanting to buy some books, check out any of the books on my bookstore okay um, and that will enable you to support this course okay so it's I would say a better way to purchase your book it's the same price to you than perhaps doing that on Amazon um, and you're going to be helping locally here and assist me to continue providing these helpful podcasts or hopefully helpful <laughs> okay so going back to it so when we think about that positive reinforcement okay so most people like to think of themselves as helpful because it is part of what it means to be a good person. So we reinforce that with gratitude and appealing to the things that matter to them. Okay, so to maximize positive identity reinforcement, says Heidi, you've got to know your audience and emphasize what matters to them, not to you. So think about that very much. So if you want assistance maybe at work or from your, you know, your boss or something, or perhaps a member of your family, um, you've got to think about what matters to them. Okay, not what matters to you. And then reinforce that with gratitude and appealing to those things, okay? So gratitude, as she says, is a glue that binds you and your benefactor together, allowing you to hit the same well over and over again when you need support and know that it won't run dry. So gratitude is really important in life. Also, it sends out a really good positive vibration, which at the higher frequency of quantum attraction, then would send that ripple out into the universe attracting more positive feel-good support and other people into your life who can also assist you to push forward with your goals okay and the more unique the help the more closely tied it is to who they are so if people feel, feel that anybody could help you it is more likely that they will pass you know thinking that someone else will help right that they needn't bother 
So to activate that positive identity, identity reinforcement, you need to find ways to convey or to tell the helper, okay, that they are in a unique position to help you. Right? In a way, it's like you're my only hope. Um, and this is what is she writes in the book, okay? So it's a very interesting book if you're trying to get that, that um, action from your team members or your family or, or anything where you need some help and assistance, okay? Um, also, if we look at the third strategy here, effectiveness reinforcement. So people want what they do to make an impact. So have meaning, right? We all want to have meaning, otherwise what's the point of doing anything, okay? So if we feel we're not making an impact, we are likely to, to lose motivation. Does that sound like you? Um, I often have that one uh, a lot with my clients, particularly when they're trying to emigrate or do job interviews and they're not passing those interviews and it's just failure, failure, failure on their part. They feel demotivated if they're not making an impact and that's what I help coach around. I coach people to change that mindset and to change their energy at a quantum level and then we see amazing results happen. Um, I've had several students recently all getting the jobs they wanted after trying for many months and failing, failing, failing. We need to look at your resume, your cover letter and then we need to change your attitude and mindset for the interview questions and boom, we see them take off. So it's really important that we are feeling that we are making an impact okay and people need to understand the impact of their helping so research shows that when people are unable to get any kind of feedback about how well they're doing on a task they quickly become disengaged from it so if you're asking for people for long-term help you need to keep telling them what it means to you how much it's helping you progress and update them update them okay keep them in the loop so that they know that they are actually making an impact and if you're listening to this, by the way, and you're somebody who works for either a non-profit, an NGO, a charity, or any other kind of foundation, even if you're not registered, you may be interested to know I'm going to start adding some podcasts here soon about how you specifically um, can improve the, um, I suppose, yeah, attracting of your audience, trying to get benefactors and supporters for your work and the tips and techniques that you can use to help you set up and enhance your foundation. Um, as I say, myself, I am aware of some of the challenges here from the work that we're trying to do here in the Philippines. And so I want to share my experience and again, some coaching tips there with you all freely to help as many people worldwide to do that for their organization. So if you know of anybody working in those types of organizations, please feel free to share this podcast link with them and ask them to listen out for those um, podcasts that will be coming very soon, okay? Um, so yeah, really people need to know, okay, that they're, they're doing some good and they want to know that their time, their money or effort wouldn't be better spent some other way, okay? That's important. So how do I know what I'm doing is important? That's what they're asking them, okay? And be clear up front about what you want done and the impact it will have and be sure to follow up. So let people know how things turned out. Um, you know, when we talk about leadership, um, helping people see the impact of their work, their help is one of the most important motivators that you can use. So if you are launching a company, trying to motivate your team, a team leader, anything like that, keep your people in the loop or keep your customers in the loop, whatever it is, okay? It's really important, really important that you do that. Um, and if you think about it, it's helpful for you to do that. And when we talk about the whole point of this podcast, it's about how we ask for help, okay? And if you are looking for a way to work with these tips and more and practical advice, 
for about asking for help in a way that will leave both parties feeling good about the relationship, then I highly recommend checking out Reinforcements. As I say, it's a great book, packed with some interesting insights. It's written in a very engaging way, and it's got solid research to back up um, this sort of support um, that you are trying to ask for and the ways that you can do so in order to succeed. Um, but what I would say ultimately is that asking for help is a personal thing. And you've got to look at your own relationship, I would say, with yourself. Um, in the past, how were you raised about your relationship to asking for help? Were you told that only weak people ask for help? Or it's annoying if you ask people for help? Or you should have all the answers? Okay. Or perhaps, perhaps you did used to ask for help when you were younger, but got rejected by some particular toxic person again and again in your life, which reinforced that this is a bad idea. Or as I said earlier, maybe someone's taken over your life when you asked for help and that then gave you a very negative, negative association with asking for help is dangerous, it's unsafe. Okay, so there are many reasons why we do what we do. But as I said, try to look at it from a learning point of view. Ask yourself what you're trying to achieve by asking for help and see yourself in a positive way that it is a good thing to ask for help. You know, successful people ask for help. Um, they know how to leverage their connections and ask for that assistance. It is not an imposition as long as you're really clear about what it is you're asking people to do and how you would like that assistance. Okay? The worst people can say is they can say no. Okay, it's not pleasant when someone says no, but just see it in a different way. See, it's okay, well that person couldn't help me, it's nothing personal, and move on. Thank them, say you understand, and move on. Okay, there will be the next person who will say yes, and that's all you've got to focus on. All you have to focus on is getting to that yes, the person who can assist you. But if you don't ask for help, you will never find that person, will you? You're going to stay stuck and you're still keep, going to keep going around with that same question. <laughs> okay, and that's really going to drive you insane and keep you stuck. Right? You deserve to have a wonderful life. And if you're needing help to move yourself forward in either your career, your relationships, perhaps your English learning, whatever that is, your wealth attraction, your strategy, just trying to get a sense of who you are and what you want to achieve in your life. Life, okay then don't be afraid to ask me for help today okay I love to help as many people as possible that's why I do these podcasts and um, you can get a free 30 minute no no obligation consultation with me let's talk about the help you need today and hopefully I can leave you feeling a little bit more empowered and clearer of your direction that you'd like to go on after that you can get that at initial-impact.com or email me at hello at initial-impact.com or chat with me on telegram the links are all down below for you I hope you have a great day stay positive stay motivated and remember asking for help it's a positive thing to do reach out today and I'll see you very soon take care